0: Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. LaughSpin podcast. My name is Mike. Dylan Godino with me, editor-in-chief, LaughSpin.com. Hey, buddy.
1: Hello, Michael. How are you, sir?
0: Great. Great. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm loving life. I'm doing some we're doing some good things. We've been we were talking a little bit beforehand. You got uh your band is almost done with their is, is it an E P or is it a full album? I don't know what to call it. It's eight songs. It could be a full song-
1: album. It could be a full album, but the songs are very are relatively short. It's only about twenty one, twenty two minutes of music. So Okay. I don't know what to call it. But yeah, as I said last week I was feeling a little uh uh deprived artistically, so uh got the band back together.
0: Yeah, man can't wait (laughs) can't wait to hear the finished product
1: we should play maybe next week we'll play we'll play a track
0: i would love to do that actually that'd be great yeah that'd be fun give me one and
1: for those of you who care the, the name of the band is robots and monsters
0: love that name by the way yeah It's equal parts scary and childish.
1: Yeah. It came about because I've been listening to uh, Liquid Metal on Sirius XM. Yeah. And so many bands. I mean, I'm 36. I sound like an old man. But, you know, I grew up listening to, you know, Slayer and Testament and Overkill and Metallica and Anthrax and Megadeth. And, like, all those bands were heavy as hell. Mm. But they still, like, wrote songs. And it it sounded like human beings were actually creating and playing and performing the music. Right. Whereas now so many metal bands, everything's triggered and there's this huge emphasis on double bass.
0: Yeah. Everything sounds like robots and monsters.
1: Yes, exactly. So one day I, I texted Billy, who's the bass player in the band. And I said, these bands sound like robots and monsters. It sounds like perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's perfect
0: yeah you're you're absolutely right you think you you think about metal music today and all i all i hear is beep, bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> and that's perfect that's a perfect name for it
1: what did you call a few like a month or two months ago or something you you described the metal drummer's double bass oh track technique. star track star
0: (laughs) yeah it's fucking the track star technique like they're like they're on uh the power pad from nes remember back in the day and you had to do track and field he's a fucking track star that guy (laughs) 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 it's bullshit i I, that annoys me it just it just just sounds like it it, it doesn't even sound real it doesn't even sound like a real thing (laughs)
1: it's not they like trigger they like do it they like take a sample of like whatever a pen hitting a plastic tupperware container (laughs) and then it's i'm not even kidding you and they sample it and every time the bass drum is hit they lay it in they could fix things up you know i'm not saying we didn't fix things up a little bit but i mean it's just
0: can i ask you a question yeah does your bass player play with a pick
1: it depends what he's doing. He he mostly plays with a pick, I believe, okay. but sometimes he does not.
0: Does it sound like fucking? One thing I can't stand is Corn's uh, bass player. Oh no no no! We we're very anti all of that. Do you know you know what I'm talking about though? How his yeah, bass player they're tuned,
1: well, well yeah they're they're sh- dry, they they tune down like so far that the notes the bass player and the guitar player play. Are not even discernible,
0: but those, but the strings are so loose that they're they're, they're just slapping against the fucking yeah. fretboard and that's all you hear. That yeah, noise no, the no, no, shit no, no. out of me.
1: No, 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 no. We're very. Uh, I know we're talking a lot about music. It's supposed to be a comedy podcast, but we're very. If if people listening are into late '90s hardcore, like a like a Sick of It All, or like a Biohazard, or even like some System of a Down, right? We're we're very kind of punk slash hardcore. It's that sort of thing We don't detune We I think we're We tune down Three of the eight songs And it's not so that We sound Like <laughs> Like scary
0: Yeah <laughs> 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 Boy. Robots and monsters I fucking love it That's great Great band name Can't wait to hear The finished product Like I said
1: uh, Yeah So Alright So sorry uh, We sidetracked no. I'm, I, I apologize To our listeners Who want to hear Nothing but Comedy news well, And stuff
0: we that's okay i mean we do have a lot to talk about it's it's been you know it's funny you go through the week and you, you go through the weeks and you see stuff pop up online you see stuff pop up on com about things that are going on and you're like oh shit where's the microphone i want to talk about it immediately because that's yeah that's crazy you know i just want to get your take out there and 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 also hear yours so we got a bunch of stuff uh first thing we got to talk about it's been big news for the past about a week uh, at this point now yeah um Tracy Morgan was in an accident a very very serious accident uh him and was it three or four other comedians it was
1: uh well it was three others it was uh Artie uh Fuqua yeah uh Harris Stanton and um James McNair uh also aka Jimmy Mack who actually died Mm. Tracy's um assistant so I, I mean as we speak. Uh, Who knows when you guys are going to listen to this. But as we speak, it is Wednesday, June 11th. Uh, Tracy is still in the hospital, as is Artie, as is Tracy's assistant. They're all, uh, I believe, in critical condition. I know Tracy's condition was critical but stable. And like I said, comedian Jimmy Mack died. He was 62 or 63, depending on which reports you listen to. What happened was early hours of Saturday, they were in the New Jersey Turnpike driving home from uh, this big show at Dover Downs in Delaware, like 1,500 people at the show. Right. Artie and Harris uh, opened up. Har- uh, Harris, uh, by the way, he was the only one who I believe he broke his wrist. He was treated and released. So he's home. Right. So they were coming back and uh, apparently a a Walmart truck driver crashed into them. Didn't I guess didn't observe the there was a sign like upcoming like slow traffic and just plowed right into them. There was six cars involved. The other four cars that were involved. Nobody got hurt. But Tracy and his people were in this kind of this large Mercedes limo bus. I mean, it was large, but obviously nothing compared to an 18-wheeler Walmart truck.
0: I've heard a couple of different things. You tell me what is fact and what is hearsay. First of all, I've heard that Walmart put out a statement that if it was his fault, they'll be taking full responsibility for whatever yeah i mean that's way. what they
1: said i'm not i'm not sure what that means i don't i don't know how you quantify that
0: yeah i don't know if that's uh, monetarily or if yeah. whatever um the yes th- they did say that the other thing that i've also heard is that the driver of the truck who was uh, brought into the court i believe today um yeah. told uh everybody that he hadn't slept for i think 72 hours no, he no. He
1: pleaded he pleaded not guilty. He's charged with vehicular homicide and, right. and something else. They said at the time in the report they said that he had not slept for more than twenty four hours. He denies that. Okay. Uh, he denies ever saying that. He denies that allegation. So he pleaded not guilty, and okay, he's actually he's actually been an asshole about the whole thing really he really has he went on a twitter like this screed on twitter it was ridiculous i mean the first thing and and i'm I'm actually going to read some of it because midway through today i was following you know all the bullshit he was saying on twitter and i refreshed my page and all of a sudden his tweets were protected um, oh, so now now you can't see his tweets but he said um it's horrible what happened you know I, I feel horrible my heart goes out to everybody it was it was fine and it should have ended there right but then he said he says once again the accident was horrific and we lost the precious life but please remember i was not drunk high i was tested and passed okay fine okay okay he then c- continues, I had an accident, and he has accident in all caps, and he says, I had an accident, which unfortunately occurred with a lot of media spotlight. I was never charged at the scene of the accident because once again, I was not guilty of any crime.
0: Okay, so that, that says to me right there that he started getting attacked on Twitter. People probably yeah. call him every name under the under the sun. Absolutely. And he's, Absolutely. he's now trying trying to defend himself but it's like fighting the ocean at this point probably
1: right right and he continues the police all of a sudden make a determination i was up for 24 hours sounds good and sells papers and covers their ass
0: right now okay, okay so now, now it's 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 getting more and more yeah now and now he's getting fr- now he's getting frustrated now he's getting frustrated cuz right. cuz again people are now people are pulling quotes from other people's twitter accounts that are passing it off as articles passing it off as fact you know what i mean so now he's getting frustrated okay go ahead.
1: and then finally he says so yes i am now most most likely fucked because i had an unfortunate accident with the wrong car that night he said some other stuff too but it's basically the implication is that everybody's ganging up against him because the celebrity was involved which there might be some truth to that yeah. but in this situation like you have to just you have to shut up i mean you have to shut up yeah no matter how you slice it you killed a person right like right it right. might have been an accident it might have i mean not might of course it was an accident of course it was a mistake but you killed
0: someone right you're the first two you could you could give them a pass on that third one you're you're okay now you're trying to win the court of public opinion it's not gonna fucking happen dude Sorry, you know, you gotta, you gotta just know when to walk away, and Twitter is the fucking wrong place to be for that kind of shit.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: I don't blame the. I mean, I don't blame the guy for getting frustrated, and kind of we we've all been there where you're on you're online and you're writing something that you would definitely not say to a person in real life, but you have this kind of shield that is that is your that is the keyboard and the internet. And and, yep. and it helps you. So he so he feels a little. You know, you feel a bit more brazen than you would than you would be in in, in uh, normal life. But yeah, he. And so he's kind of he kind of separated himself from the entire situation to write these yeah. tweets. And it's just it's, and it's like you can't do that, man. You that's can't. right. That's right. <laughs> he's the, writing the he's Rudolph. writing
1: these things as if he didn't kill a person. Right, exactly. He's, and yeah, it, the, I mean, the fact of the matter is, you have to watch out for traffic in front of you. Yeah. Even that, if he, if he, I don't care if he was, I'm sure he wasn't drunk. I'm sure he wasn't high. Maybe he wasn't even tired. Right. But if you hit a car from behind and I know New Jersey is apparently in no fault state, but I mean, forget about insurance, you know, jargon and all that stuff. If you hit a car from behind, it's usually your fault because your you fault, have to pay yeah. attention to what's going on. In front of
0: you. Right. The hitter is nine, nine times out of ten responsible. Right. I mean, we could get all philosophical about it and, so, and and wax poetic about the fact that, you know, it's it's kind of a telling situation where we seem so disconnected from reality when we go on Twitter and all these different things where yeah. it's like, dude, you, you can't separate yourself from this situation. You were fucking part of it. You were a huge part of it. You're the whole reason why yeah. it happened. So... Yeah. Yeah. It, like, would sucks. he say
1: that stuff to, like, you know, friends and family of, uh, you know, Tracy's or yeah, Artie's? Yeah, or right. or? Exactly. Uh, oh, man. It's, so, anyway, I'm sure his lawyer was finally like, oh, hey, maybe you should stop doing yeah, that.
0: Shut it down, Dick. This is <laughs> going to be high
1: profile for the next couple of weeks. So, yes, as we speak, uh, Artie and Tracy and uh, Jeff, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Malaya, Malaya. mm tracy's assistant i believe are all in intensive care all in critical condition so
0: but the um, the the signs signs point to good on all of them correct Uh, from what i mean i
1: i guess it's gonna be a slow recovery
0: but it's gonna be a recovery
1: that's what it sounds like i mean there's not too much information on Artie or the assistant because everybody seems to be talking more obviously about tracy but Mm -hmm. yeah tracy's rep said that he's going to be in the hospital for weeks plural right. right and it's going to be slow i know he had surgery he broke his femur he broke a bunch of ribs he broke his nose mm-hmm. so he's in rough shape and i could imagine that Artie and jeff are in similar or or worse shape
0: a bit of good news out of this is that uh it's nice to see fx standing behind tracy and yeah and basically saying hey your show is here for you when you're ready yeah which is yeah that's, because, that's very yeah. Na- that's that's very cool you know what i mean Again, Absolutely. It, again if, it ha- if, it, if it's the, <laughs> you know, it seems selfish to, to put it that way as, as good news because it's really, it all has to do, how it affects us as right. fans is, oh, we, we're <laughs> not going to get to see his show? Oh, that's yeah, we're Tracy's show. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Take, if you take a look at it as a, you know, a career point of view, if it's, your, yeah. if it's you, you know, and you get in an accident and your job is like, you know what, take as much time as you need. To get better, your job's always here. Don't worry, we're not going to let you go. You know, right. no matter how long it takes, type of thing. You know, that's that's cool. That's a that's a very cool thing, and that's uh, again, it's good news for everybody involved. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, is there anything? I, you know, you've been on top of this definitely. Is there anything else that I'm missing? That's uh, kind of. I mean, I updated? think I think
1: I think those are all the uh, the main points. As of today, there has not been another court date announced. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what happens now. He pleaded not guilty. I uh, I don't know what happens now.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we wish the best to Tracy and to Artie and to uh, his assistant. What's his name again? I'm sorry. Jeff. 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 We wish the best to to all of them. Hopefully they get as uh, they get the care they need and a speedy recovery as much as possible. But take it easy. We want you back. All back. Hundred percent. All you. Yeah. Big news that came out hit the internet today huge about uh, Dave Chappelle being on Dave Letterman's show last night. <laughs> yeah. Now, was he there specifically to promote something? Because, uh, you know, the, the big the videos online are, are what we're going to be talking about. But uh, was he there specifically for anything else?
1: Well, he yeah, he has a bunch of shows coming up. Uh, He's doing a a string of dates at Radio City Music Hall. Oh, wow, okay. He's doing some solo shows, like I think four shows. And then he's doing shows with him and musical acts. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, so he's got like Erica Badu on on one show. I think The Roots are going to be on another show. So that's happening later near the end of June. He's doing a bunch of dates at Radio City.
0: Nice. Actually, before we get into this, I, want, I wanted to ask you because that reminds me. You posted a tweet earlier that talked about how Aziz Ansari's announced that he's playing at the Garden. Yeah. And you had a tweet that said seven other comedians have yeah have uh, headlined the Garden. Do you know who they are? I, I um. Let me see if because, I can do this. Because wait,
1: before you do, yeah. do it, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. Aziz's team sent out a press release, and they're the ones who said that, and I'm I'm taking their word for it. And ever since I posted that tweet, I could not figure out who the other seven are. But it gets tricky because we're talking about the actual arena. The arena. We're not talking about the theater at Madison Square Garden.
0: Right. It's not the Paramount Theater. See, because there you go. Because that's... Right. Or what used to be called the Paramount Theater. Right. Now it's something else. The Beacon. I think it's literally the theater at Madison Square Garden. That's that's exactly what it is. Uh, Yeah. So you can't say say Carlin because that's where he... Correct. That's that's, correct. That's where he planned. Yep dice yep dice chris rock
1: i don't i don't know no i didn't i didn't think so hmm
0: yeah see now that you take the paramount out of it now i'm now now i'm stumped yeah kevin hart oh of course yes kevin hart dane cook dane cook yep sam Kinnison, i believe really maybe not okay was it somebody like fucking dunham or some shit
1: no st- i believe no. steve martin
0: Okay. Did you find uh, out the answer or you just, you, you just knew, you just went with the this seven is, from the There's press no, this
1: there's no definitive list. Right. So this is me doing research. George Burns, I believe. So okay. I'm up to six. I was doing a lot of searching and it's, there's no like definitive list.
0: Eddie Murphy? And,
1: no. Oh yeah. He might be the other one. Russell Peters? I don't think so. No? Not the arena. No. Really? I mean, not that he not that he couldn't I don't know I'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) I think it's weird that Aziz's people sent a release out and didn't mention who the other people were
0: yeah well, there you go. That, anyway, getting back to Chappelle. So that's happening. That was, that's happening. That's <laughs> happening too. Aziz coming in October. October 9th, I believe, right? October 9th. Yes, I believe Card- so, yes. Which is great. Which is really great. I watched his uh, I watched his latest special on Netflix the other day again and just loved it. Uh, yeah, uh, good, It's, it's right? a great one. I love it. it it's really funny.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Um, his, his bit about uh, the sign language person doing jizz everywhere like signing jizz everywhere at, at his show. Yeah. Is one of the funniest fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. I love it. Okay. Anyway, so backtracking back to Chappelle. Chappelle yes. gets, gets on Letterman and the big news that it hit the internet today, all day today, saw it everywhere was uh, he opened, he, as you put it, he opens up to Letterman about quitting Chappelle show. Now we're going to, yeah. we're going to play the clip here of the entire thing. And I'll give you my opinion afterwards, but this was pretty big. This was the first time that he's actually really kind of talked about it, right? In a public forum, I, I would say.
1: I, I think it's the most he's ever talked about it, in, it like, it, with this sort of viewership. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: All right, so let's, uh, let's play the clip. If you haven't seen it, it's all over, but if you want to hear it, here it is right now.
2: Now, you had, your, uh, you had the uh, Dave Chappelle show at Comedy Central, and then you didn't have the Dave Chappelle show at Comedy Central. And, 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 and in comedy, the, the reason most people have a show and then don't have a show is because they say, well, we don't want you to have a show anymore. <laughs> but that wasn't the case here. The case here was you said... I guess you said, I don't want your show anymore, and you uh, took a hike. It, and, and it's you re- worse really worse than took that. A, it's worse. Yeah. Well, now, are you tired
3: of talking about it? It's 10 years, of course you're tired I of it. I don't talk about it. It's That's like, it's, you know, I just, you know. Listen, here it is. Technically, I never quit. I'm seven years late for work. <laughs>
2: You're going to be in trouble when you go back. You went to South Africa. Am I right about that?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
2: and you, <laughs> you lived in South Africa for an extended
3: period of time. Well, no. I was, I was there for two weeks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, there's not too many good hiding places left in America. <laughs>
2: But there were, Am I right about this? There was great mystery about this uh, strategy on your part. Was there not?
3: I, you know, I don't know. Because when it was all over the media, I was gone. And then if you're the guy, mm-hmm. nobody really says anything to you. Right. So I don't know if it was mysterious or not mysterious. It was like living in the corner of perception reality. You know what I mean? And like, it's a weird place to be. When everyone thought Wesley Snipes was in jail, I saw him at a party <laughs> I, uh... that's right <laughs>
2: but uh, but here's what I remember about it. Uh, Comedy Central, your former, that's where the show was. The show had been on the air two years, maybe three years. Two, two years. We were yeah. shooting our third season. And, you were, and they, there's a negotiation, a renegotiation, and they said, here, we're going to give you, we're going to guarantee you an enormous sum of money to continue doing the show because it's so successful. And then you, apparently you agreed to it, and then uh, where did he go? The show stopped and never came back. And like you said, seven years later, you're just late for work so Uh, what (laughs) a a decision was made you made a decision
3: oh yeah I made a series of decisions Uh, do you
2: regret saying I don't want this enormous sum of money well okay
3: look Dave it's very hard to go to something like this because no one's really done it before so there's not too many people that don't think I'm crazy right so I look at it like this I'm at a restaurant with my wife. It's a nice restaurant, we're eating dinner. I look across the room, I say, you see this guy over here across the room? He has a hundred million dollars. And we're eating the same entree. Uh, So okay, fine, I don't have 50 million dollars or whatever it was. But say I have 10 million in the bank. The difference in lifestyle is minuscule. Um, The only difference between having 10 million dollars and 50 million dollars is an astounding forty million dollars. Of course of course I, I of course I works. would like uh, to have me, that money. For you're right, it
2: is it's forty million is the difference. And how do you feel with doing what you felt you
3: needed to do? The very complicated answer. Money is the fuel for choices. Money gives me choices. So that's not nothing, it's something. I can choose when I want my kids to go to school. I can choose what I want to eat in a given day. It's not the end, but it's not the end all be all. There are other things in my life that uh, I did not purchase with money that are very valuable to me. That's
2: right. And um, it let's just say you had the 40 million. Who, who's, to, who's to say you would be uh, a happier or, or better
3: person? I think I might be a happier person. <laughs> There's, there's no way of knowing. But you know, sometimes I listen to a Jay Z record and it starts to make me feel bad about some of the choices I make. Yeah. This guy's had more fun on two songs than I've had in the last eleven years. <laughs> but, but who among us doesn't make choices we have regrets about? All of us do. All, All of, us, of us, us do. Yeah. There you go. There
0: he is, Dave Chappelle on Dave Letterman. So, yeah. Uh, here's, here's my thing. Uh, he didn't really explain anything. <laughs> <laughs> like okay we get the fact that he, it's not about the money we get it we i, I think we got right. that from the start we got that from the fact when we learned that he walked away from a large fortune guaranteed fortune by the way yeah uh so we we get that but why did you leave is the question that I want to know? Because I mean, since it happened, we've heard everything from he left because Louis Farrakhan told him that he's doing a disservice to the black community. To I've heard theories as 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 far reaching as the the fucking Masons made him do it. Uh, you know, it's it's crazy. What, yeah, dude? It, like I have not heard that. I mean, the, it's the, the thing it, I've heard crazy. is that
1: he, he was just under so much pressure and he just didn't feel like like it stopped being fun because he was under he had to jump through so many hoops and he just he had it.
0: Right. But my problem with that is and that seems like that is the most logical Occam's razor theory. You know, (laughs) there it is, man. There is the fuck. There is the fucking rub right there. That's exactly what happened. But why does he not just say that? He's he's not burned. He can't burn any bridges at this point. Like it's not. Yeah, he's not protecting anybody the only thing that i think could make him still not want to talk about it is perhaps there was a bigger fallout than we know of between him and neil his his writing partner those types of things you just don't really want to talk about because it's more on a personal scale versus ah my employer was a dick and w- right. wasn't letting me do and wh- exactly what I wanted to do, so I wanted to get the fuck out of there. Like that, that is understandable, and that is something that you know, I think you should be able to say by now. But I don't know if you've ever heard Neil Brennan on Joe Rogan's podcast, and this was this is about like three years ago at this point, 2011, I think. Yeah, um, he he laid some insight into the situation between him and Chappelle, and it se- it seems to me. Again, that there was just from his candor about it, and he was very open and and honest about it. It seems to me that there was more things said than we already know between the two of them, and uh, it may have been more personal than we could uh, imagine, yeah, at this point,
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean i I actually spoke to Neil maybe half a year ago, oh really, And he says, I mean they're on they're on decent currently they're in, they're on decent terms but i mean that doesn't mean that, that there wasn't right. some or some horrible stuff going or on or that's
0: the other that's the other side of the coin too i, I sh- and and i'd be remiss if i didn't say it yeah maybe it's to the point where the, you know what they're on decent terms now they've climbed back out of that hole you yeah. know and they don't want to drudge up old shit and that right. i can totally understand too that i can totally understand too yeah. so that's what i think it is but I, it you know this was this was kind of a tease because it kind of it came on it came online and everybody was like oh he's finally talking about how why the fuck did he leave like this this was a huge story i don't know if people realize how huge dave chappelle was (laughs) yeah how absolutely gigantic that fucking show was it's sad because my my youngest cousin this is how I feel old. Yeah. My youngest cousin, who is, I believe he's a freshman. Yes, he's a freshman in high school. Talked to him the other day. We were talking about music and we were talking about what everybody's listening to nowadays because I've realized I'm, I'm, I've gone out of it. I'm done. I have no idea what right. the fuck's popular anymore. I don't care. <laughs> so he's telling me some stuff and then we were just talking about some other things and then I don't know how it came up, but I mentioned Prince and I was talking about Prince. I'm like, you probably don't know who Prince is. And he was like, yeah, no, i not, a, I don't know. I go, okay, good. That's fine. I, I understand that. I understand the fact that you don't know who Prince is. That's fine. Right. But then, I, but how I tried to explain it was, I was like, you know, that Dave Chappelle skit and he goes, who's Dave Chappelle? <laughs> <laughs> and I fucked that's what made me hit the floor going are you fucking joking you don't know who Dave Chappelle is like Dave Chappelle was fucking gigantic that show was huge right. everybody was everybody was quoting it still fucking quote, quotes it and a freshman in high school has no idea who the fuck Dave Chappelle is now <laughs> <laughs> So this video was kind of a tease, just because I kind of wanted to hear him just go, Comedy Central's a bunch of fucking assholes, and I need to get the fuck out of there. Okay, great. Thanks. That ends that mystery. That's what's in Al Capone's vault. Great.
1: Yeah. I mean, any any Chappelle appearance, though, is... I think it's exciting because, I mean, this is the first time in 10 years Letterman interviewed him. Yeah. And uh, he never, I mean, he never does like TV appearances, so it would have been nice if there was a more explanation, but I'm satisfied. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I don't know why I care. I don't know why I need closure in my life. It's not like he broke up with me. This is, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting to- He broke up with all of us,
1: Mike. He <laughs> broke up with all of us. I'm
0: getting too excited about bullshit is really what I'm doing. <laughs> So I'm going to stop now. What we do have to look forward to, though, is exactly what he said. He's got a couple of dates at Radio City. Uh, and he's yeah. uh, he's getting back on the horse. So, it's, so that's good. I, I am, always love to stand up. Can't and wait ho- to see what he has. And,
1: and, by, and by horse, you
0: don't mean heroin, right? I do not mean heroin, no. He's, oh, okay, okay. He's offering, ow, oh, baby, ow. <laughs> see, my, my cousin would have no idea what that character is.
1: The other thing we have to look forward to, Michael, is uh, Dane Cook.
0: Yeah, he's going Cook to doing? be
1: starting uh, he's going to be starring opposite of Brandon Routh. Is that how you pronounce his name?
0: You Ruth? yes. Ruth Routh. R- no, Routh. Routh is, Routh is correct. Routh
1: who is in Superman Returns. They are co-starring together in a movie called 400 Days. It's a sci-fi thriller, Mike.
0: Oh, re- wow. Is but it they, more sci- sci-fi or more thriller?
1: I don't know. It's probably it's probably 50-50, I would say. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It's 50-50. So it's called 400 Days. They, they just started filming. They got 399 and, uh, more to go. <laughs> 399. Very good. Yes, exactly. Uh, it centers on four astronauts sent on a simulated mission to a faraway planet mm-hmm. to test the psychological effects of deep space travel. Uh, and then the crew's mental state begins to uh, kind of deteriorate when they lose contact with the outside world. <laughs> And they're forced to exit their ship. And then they discover that the mission <laughs> may not have been a simulation at all. I don't know. I think it could... I think it sounds like it, it could be halfway interesting.
0: It sounds like the Ren and Stimpy episode, Space Madness.
1: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> you never watched Ren and Stimpy? Were you, were you a Ren and Stimpy fan ever?
1: Not, I, well, no. I was never anti, but I, I never got into them, no.
0: Oh, you don't remember Space Madness? It's like they're no. all big things. Ren loses his mind because they're on... They're in space for so long that they... (laughs) He fucking loses his shit. Uh. All right. God, I'm just full of references that nobody gets today. Okay, whatever. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's okay.
1: So that's happening. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention before we get on out of here is Comedy Central just unveiled uh the new shows and the and their renewals Mm -hmm. which is very exciting inside amy schumer Schumer obviously got got renewed for a third season
0: phenomenal second season by the way
1: yes unbelievable agreed that is exciting although everybody expected that Um, so that's happening for a third season the pilot's that's uh ricky lindholm uh of garfunkel and oats fame mm-hmm. and natasha leggero produced wrote and starred in called another period yes uh has got has gotten the green light from comedy central which is very exciting so let me just read how we described it so it's set in 1902 and it centers on wealthy sisters lillian played by leggero and beatrice played by lindholm they're part of Newport, Rhode Island's, quote, first family, and they care only about becoming famous, which they'll find a tad difficult since they're living during the turn of the century. That's why it's called Another Period. I get it. Get it?
0: Not it's the sounds, gross term.
1: It's gross, but it sounds funny. Uh, I think both of them are outstanding, and I can't wait to, to see that happen. Another brand new show that Comedy Central greenlighted is a uh, show called Idiot Sitter, So that show uh, is created and also stars Charlotte Newhouse. And that actually, if people think it sounds familiar, it's because it's been on CC Studios, which is Comedy Central's digital, original digital production arm. Mm. So they launched that a year or so ago where there's all original programming on comedy central's website and it's also you know it turns out it's been acting also as kind of an incubator of mm-hmm. sorts because ari shafir's show called this is not happening it's like a storytelling show yes so that had two seasons just on comedy central's website and that is now going to debut as a traditional television show in the fall nice. and Idiot Sitter now is kind of following the same trajectory that had a season on uh comedy central studios uh the digital format and now that's uh happening
0: nice it's like the uh, minor leagues for comedy central
1: yeah it's yeah cool. it's very cool and if you go to lastman.com there's there's other info on what they picked up review with andy daly that's a great uh, that
0: show is great yeah that first season was been, amazing
1: that's been renewed trip tank which is uh comedy central's kind of animated shorts series yeah that's kind of their, their that's
0: kind of their answer to a lot of the adult swim stuff yeah uh, which i really don't get but apparently is very popular i don't understand so, it so
1: so popular yeah. the whole adult swim brand no no like just sort of just stuff
0: shows like like trip tank or like yeah. uh tim and eric <laughs> like that kind of stuff like that, yeah. that like so existential that is so one side of my humor scent spectrum like it's right yeah. on the edge of one side you know what i mean right
1: yep yep if you go to com, there's more uh there's stuff that's been green lighted for uh comedy central studios that you can read about so good stuff pretty yeah. exciting uh programming choices for um for comedy central
0: lastly uh before i want to get here i want to quick mention last comic standing which has oh, been yes. on nbc and has had a uh, a strong showing, strong season. I have some some issues with it, but I, overall, I, I actually really have liked it. You, by the way, you've been live tweeting the past few yes. episodes. And I strongly suggest you follow lastbencom on Twitter and follow along with Dylan f- for the show. He gives some little good insight and also, you know, a witty comment or two. Here and there, yeah, sure, the absolutely. But also, but uh, it's been a strong showing. Roseanne's a fucking rock star. First of all, she's awesome. I, <laughs> she's she's the best. Uh, I think she's amazing. Keenan Ivory Wayne's great pick. He has really, I, I think, out of all three of them, he has the best comments. He has the most constructive and engaging comments. He he's he sound he sounds more like more more than anybody else. He sounds like he's really listening to what each comic is saying so yeah so out of, out cool. of
1: all th- out of all three of them he's prime this isn't to slag roseanne or russell peters but he's the he's probably the only one giving any sort of constructive criticism absolutely he's, absolutely he's like he's like the mean one he's like the mean one but,
0: he, but it's he's he does it in such a nice way that nobody
1: cares <laughs> right he's barely mean yeah but if there had to be a mean one it's him but he's not even mean
0: yeah russell peters um russell peters is also very good he uh one thing he's got a some people think that he might be you know in cahoots with some of these guys because he always mentions about oh i know this guy this guy opened for me or this guy played for me here and you know or what i know this guy i've known this guy for years and that kind of you, shit
1: you know what it's funny you mention that because i actually like that you do I do because one of the biggest problems with last comic standing, in the past before Wanda Sykes started producing it, yeah. is they were not transparent at all. They had yeah, that's, that's what, they, a good point. what they called open calls, right? But what everybody in the comedy business knew was bullcrap. They would show you know comedians lining up outside Gotham Comedy Club or wherever they were trying to get their moments in the sun there. In reality, a lot of these comics were working with agents and managers to get them on the show and that's fine. But then don't act like, you know, this really is a situation where anybody could win because it's not like that. And so they've been very transparent this season. And I really, I really like that. The little like vignettes they do where they go like, you know, to the comedian's hometown. Yeah. They get into how many years these comics have been doing comedy. Like Jimmy Schubert was on there and he's a guy yeah, I liked Schubert, for yeah. years and yeah. I've interviewed him. He's a great guy. He's a great comic, but he's been doing it for uh, forever. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. been doing it like over 20 years yeah. or, uh, or uh, way more than that. And like, they say that, whereas in seasons past, it's like, you know, the judges are looking at Doug Benson as if, He's They've just some never, guy off the
0: street, yeah. Yeah, like
1: yeah, like no, he's just right. like a, a an up and comer. Meanwhile, he's got like a half hour special. He's got a few albums. Yeah. And so I really like the fact that Russell Peters like, oh yeah, you know, uh, you know, Aida, yeah, she she opens for me on the road sometimes, right? Well, you know what? If that's the truth, then that's the truth. At least they're at least they're being transparent about it.
0: Yeah, and you're right. I I you know, and I, I think that what comics felt anyway because they got so many uh, established guys is that this was supposed to be a uh, a next step in their career to make them to make them bigger, you know, a way to get to get bigger. Whereas I think NBC's thought in the beginning anyway was let's let's pull a nobody off the street and make them the next great comic, where that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. That doesn't happen in real life, so they've kind of morphed it over the years. And now it's become what it is, which is, like I said, a strong showing. A um, couple of the other things, though, that I that I think could be improved upon. Yes, we need more JB Smooth being JB Smooth. He's <laughs> he's incredibly bland. I don't know if it's because of editing, uh, because you know he really doesn't really have to do anything other than introduce everybody. Yeah. Um. But. I kind of want him to be like an MC at a comedy club. I kind of want five minutes or four minutes from him first before he brings on the first comedian. You know what I mean? I, I kind of want that feel because that's yeah. that's what this show kind of feels like to me. It feels like going to a comedy club and seeing you know four or five guys you know in a in a, in a showcase or something. I wish they would show more of the people that bombed. They See, don't it's so do it's, that.
1: it's so funny. Like that's exactly what I would I. Enjoy about the season that they're not doing that
0: ah uh, that's exactly
1: I, I, that's that's exactly. i think jb's on enough i think he's the perfect host yeah uh, i think he's I great don't,
0: th- don't get me wrong i think he's I a good host I, I just want i don't more think of we them. need
1: i yeah see i don't think we need any more of jb because it's not it's not about him it's about it's about the comics and yeah. as far as having people bomb They considered, I mean, you know, the the next episode, which is as of this recording tomorrow, Mm -hmm. is the actual start of the semifinalists. Right. Competing. The first few episodes were what they considered invitationals, which, again, transparency. They were invited. They were handpicked. Right by producers by you know scouts and agents and, and you know comedy insiders to perform right. so there there is there's not going to be any huge amount of bombing because all these comics were were vetted and I like the fact that you know Wanda isn't like dedicating uh, an episode to just horrible comedians. The bombs no, I,
0: I don't necessarily want... No, 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 but that's... I think I misspoke. Just the smattering of, of bombing? For the most part, everybody that they show moves on. M- uh, the majority of the people that they show m- their whole set of, I should say, because they do right. they, they do kind of like edit it where it's only you know, 20 seconds of each or whatever. But the ones that they do show their full set move on. You you, you kind of know nine times out of ten they're moving on to the next round. I kind of want to see... right. The people that, but then even the ones that don't move on that you see their full sets, they still have really good sets. You know what I mean? I kind of want to see a difference between what was a good set for that night and what was a bad set for that night. Again, like you said, every comedian has been vetted, so everybody is a strong comic. And like you said, like I said, it's been a strong showing. There's been some really great things. And for NBC, pretty edgy, which is good, which is really good. I like that. Yeah. Um, I agree. But comedy is such a subjective thing anyway that it's that you know, one you one's person's one person's favorite comedian is dog shit to the next person. Right. <laughs> but it's very hard even for somebody who really loves comedy, it's very hard to see the difference of oh that that person's definitely moving on versus uh that person really didn't have it tonight. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, which brings me to my last thing that I that I don't necessarily like it's not that I don't necessarily like it's just I don't understand I don't get some of the choices that they're making mm-hmm. for semifinalists yeah but there was a couple on the the second invitational round that went early that I thought were way better than anybody else that they showed and uh, I, d- I just don't well, understand just, and I don't understand you just if said it yourself agenda.
1: you just said it yourself subjective
0: yeah no absolutely and absolutely and it, and it has to do with the comedians that are judging and the yeah, absolutely. You look at it sometimes though and you're just like, "Oh shit, is there something are they trying to do?" Something...? You know, like, I always look at reality shows anyway and see like how PC are they trying to fucking get with their with their cast choosing. You know what yeah. I mean? Their cast choosing process like is there a hidden agenda behind shit? And sometimes you can yeah. always kind of tell. Like, "Oh, here's the strong-willed one and here's the fucking here's the here's the asshole and here's this here's the girl <laughs> next door and here's the you know what i mean like they are always yeah, trying yeah. to like pigeonhole you where it's really something like this should be a legitimate no those, those are the five best comedians they move on you know it's
1: right i mean i i certainly uh, ha- have been surprised as to you know some of the people that you know have moved on but i mean like you said it's it's subjective and i mean i'm a pretty cynical person but i, I i'm still of the belief that Uh, there is no, there's no like other uh, agenda here. And, uh, I don't know. I don't, I I don't think there's anything uh, nefarious going on. Nothing, nothing any more nefarious than any other reality television show.
0: Yeah, no, I I would agree. I, I I just, I, I guess, I guess my whole point is I, if that's the case, not that it's any more, but like you said, it not not any more than any other. But if that is the case, I would have thought better of them that they would get get past that kind of shit. But it's NBC, strong, it's higher powers, stronger shit that we don't have any control over.
1: <laughs> Indeed.
0: All right, so that's it. Oh, one thing about one other thing about last Comic Standing did get a chance to recognize a couple of people from uh, Laugh Fest from when we were up in Grand Rapids. Yeah, saw Joe Zimmerman. Yeah. Was one of the, he, one of the guys. Um I saw uh, he, Yeah. uh what's his name? Um Oh, uh Hampton Young. Hampton Yount. Yep, I saw yeah, him. Yeah, he was there. Uh I saw um AJ Finney in like one of those background shots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I but I didn't see him actually do any set uh, any right. set, any part of his set at all. And I, I thought I saw somebody else too.
1: I believe I could be wrong about this, but I be, but I believe Aparna Noncherla is also going to be on, but she hasn't been on yet
0: was carmen lynch on it e- yes this this yes past she end? was because i know she did yes. it once before right
1: yep yeah she was on it
0: yeah so. i think she
1: was on the very first episode
0: right right so yeah so a couple of the guys that we saw all really really good comics yeah. as well so yeah good showing uh, last comic standing semifinals are tomorrow he said thursdays they're thursday nights uh yeah thursday nights cool yep. so yeah um definitely check that out and hopefully the Best comic wins. All right, sir. Let's get out of here. Get the plug. Yes. Do it.
1: You guys, you should be following uh, the Laughspin on Facebook and on Twitter at Laughspin.com. Uh, what else can I tell you? If you'd like to email me, you can do so at dylan at laughspin.com. It's spelled D Y L A N. There's some people in this world that do not know how to spell Dylan because <laughs> apparently they've they've just never seen Bob Dylan's name in print <laughs> anywhere.
0: Um, so you can do that nice very good and you can check me out on my other podcast as well masters of none com. thank you very much guys follow last so you can see Dylan's commentary for last comic standing on Thursday nights and we will see you next week right here on the last Spin podcast see ya